Hello and welcome to the new Digital Age PMU podcast. My name is Justin Pierce and I'm the editor. These podcasts are a series of short interviews with some of the amazing women that have taken part in the Practice Makes Some Perfect programme. A course developed in association with Amy Keane that helps women find and finesse their public voices. Charlotte, hi and welcome to the PMU NDA podcast. Hi, how are you? Good, thank you. Good to see you. So before we kick off, let's uh, hear a bit more about you. Who are you? Where do you work? What do you do there? And what's been your your journey up until that point? Yeah, sure. So um, I'm Charlotte. I work as a creative solutions executive at A Million Ads. Um, I'm also super create, uh, super interested sorry, in, in the creative space outside of work too. So I've been working in dynamic creative specifically since I was 19, okay. so a while. Um, but I'm just super interested in what creativity and data, the relationship between them and how they work together. Okay. It is a fascinating subject. I think, you know, it's, it's sort of a long-going challenge, battle, exciting thing to mar- marry the two. I mean, I guess in the early days, creatives hated the idea of, of data coming in and mucking around with their beautiful, beautiful creations, but that's changed. So why did you want to talk about this today? You said you're already interested. And I think let's talk about, you said you've been working in this space or playing around since you were 19. So how did that start? Sure. So I started off at a media agency where I was doing um, dynamic display. So personalised adverts, for those who don't know what dynamic is, it's kind of personalised adverts which use both data and creativity together to create uh, an advert that is relevant to your context, where you are, what you're doing, um, so that you're more likely to purchase at the end of the day, which is a really interesting and innovative field, I think. And um, I got into it because I just thought it was really interesting how we can combine the two together. And from when I started my job to now, I've had the exposure in a media agency, but also my current job now is to work with creative agencies to help write their scripts for radio. So I get a really good holistic view of how um, the client works alongside the media agency and how the media agency works with the creative agency because I work at AdTech. So from this, I've seen uh, how relationships work when it comes to um, combining both data and creativity together, which is very interesting. So first of all, let's talk about the, the positives. What can data do to supercharge creativity and advertising? Sure. So um, if we think about it, let's split it out into what data and creativity are standalone. So data is your knowledge, right? So the things that you know about your audience, uh, data gives advertisers a platform to speak to the right people. And creativity is the epicenter of human realness, if you'd like. So without creativity, the data would seem quite robotic. So that's why we would need the two together. Um, With this in mind, as I've mentioned, you know, I work in an industry that goes against the entire debate of data versus creativity um, and combines the two together to create these dynamic creative ads. Um, So working at an ad tech company, we treat both creativity and data with the same equilibrium. And then we really see great results. So, you know, for one campaign, for example, we saw a 52% uplift in recall, 49% increase in engagement and conversions were more than doubled, which is amazing. Uh, It's interesting though, because um, Marketing Week recently said that 
the fixation of data has become all-encompassing at the expense of creativity, which I found really interesting. And actually, I 100% agree that I found this when I worked at a media agency because, surprise, surprise, media agencies focus on data um, and over creativity and vice versa. Creative agencies focus on creative rather than the data. So therefore, I do think that the debate between the two lies in how we aren't combining them together and how we're keeping them as separate entities. And from my experience working at ad tech, the two are more suited together. Um, and Dan Kelsall once said that if you always act based on knowledge, that you'll never do anything different. I'll let that hang because it's a really important quote. If you always act based on knowledge, you'll never do anything different. Mm. And that's exactly why we need to put the data, which is our knowledge, and combine it with the creativity in order to innovate and drive things further and do things differently. Okay, I like that. What about the challenges of this? As you say, you know, the media agencies, creative agencies, they're doing different things. Uh, how, what are the challenges in terms of getting the both sides to work together and getting maybe sort of uh, agencies that work in e either side who just don't want to embrace either creative or data? How do you bridge sure. that gap? Yeah, that's a really great question. Um, I've seen a lot of creatives actually being in-house with clients recently. So I do think that we're heading in the right direction to kind of minimize the points of contact that there are between all of these different entities, because it's not just uh, the client, media and creative, right? You've got ad tech like myself, you've got DSPs, you've got um, publishers. There's a whole load of different communication points that need to be working together in order to create these great ads. And I think that I listened to a podcast yesterday, actually, um, that was really great. And it said that, you know, when people say, oh, no, I'm not creative, it's just a lie. You can be creative, um, but it requires you to be in a room with creatives, right? So I think that at the start of any campaign, you should always have everyone together, uh, whether that's over a Zoom call, like it has been recently, or in a room together. This is what's going to spark someone else's creativity. So, you know, you're in a room with everyone. One idea might spawn someone else's idea in the room. And you say, yes, what if we can do this too? And that's how you get everyone to be on the same page and to kind of uh, create the synergy between those two things. Interesting. Oh, what do you want to happen? You know, what do you want to see next year? Do you want to see, for instance, the the awards at Lion changed to recognise data more. You know, what would make what would make you happy? You, you want to bring the two together, you see the benefits of, of combining both to make advertising better. So what, you know, what do you want to happen? What, if next year, what would happen to make Charlotte's life a better place? <laughs> I think having everything as one central hub and diminishing the debate itself you know it shouldn't be about data versus creativity they shouldn't even be talked about in separate ways i would be so happy if we started campaigns you know all together like i've said before and then kind of just building up on each other's ideas in that sense i think that having the segregation is creating more segregation if that makes sense so people reading these articles about the debate itself are thinking yes no that's me i'm not creative at all i only focus on data and creative agencies are thinking yep i'm really creative we don't need the data but actually if we all work together this is how we innovate and create that change okay 
What do you think about phrases? I think it's a good point. You know, the, the, the phrase itself can cause division. What do you think about phrases like data powered or data infused or, you know, so the data is essentially the, the thing that is powering the creativity that's coming out of our industry? I think that this will change naturally because the cookie is dying. So that's going to help things out a lot because I don't think we're going to have as many possibilities when it comes to data, which is actually, I think, a blessing in disguise. I think that it's going to force us to think about how we can creatively use the data that we have or use, you know, contextual data. So in my job, we use um, data from an IP address, which isn't really classed as data. It's more just contextual. So we can see, you know, a location as to where someone is and we can use that in both a really functional way and a creative way. So, you know, we could, if we're talking about radio ads, we could either call out, hey, Charlotte, you're in South London. Or we could say, if we're working with an auto client, we could call out the nearest motorway, for example, and use it really subtly in that way. So I think that with the cookie dying, there's going to be a path that leads into a more contextual environment anyway. Okay, interesting point. So do you think too much data has made people made people lazy with, with creative? It's been too much, it's been too easy. Yeah, I think so. When I used to work at a media agency, I would always find that I'm I'm definitely more creative than I am data minded. So I feel like I lean towards creativity anyway. But when I was um, doing both at a media agency, there was always a, a campaign wouldn't be a campaign without the data, right? So there was always something there to do with the data. And I feel like sometimes it wasn't always necessary. So um, I think that it was put there for the sake of putting it there for the client and to impress the client with what we do have and what we can achieve rather than actually to hit those KPIs that they wanted and to create good results. Yeah, that's a really interesting point. So what, do you, what, what to you is a great example of the perfect marriage between data and creativity? Either a campaign that you're working on or you've run or you've seen or you know, what's the perfect example? I'm going to be really biased and obviously choose a campaign that I've worked on. Of course, that's So I did a really cool campaign for an estate agent. And I mean, an estate agent in itself doesn't sound like the most exciting thing. Um, but when you actually look at what you can do, it's very interesting to see how you can marry the two together. So it did use location really interestingly. So it had um, different, we had different voiceover accents for different regions. Again, a really subtle way of um, getting people to actively listen to that advert that they're hearing. Because at the end of the day, if you're hearing something that resonates with you and it's like you, then you're going to listen more until the end, right? Um, so we had that as a, as a point for location. We also had um, different, um, we had different places called out within the different locations that the ad was being served. So for example, um, Cambridge, that would mention how many bikes there were in the town. And it was also very comedic as well. I think the tone was really great. And I do think the tone of an ad certainly helps um, make listeners feel more engaged. Mm -hmm. So that was a really cool example of how we subtly use data and listeners data to create a really um, creative and relevant and contextual advert. I love that description of the subtle use of data. That's, yeah. that's, great, great, I think that's really important because there's nothing worse. Um, obviously, 
not a lot of people will put their hands up and say I absolutely love advertising and there's nothing worse than when you listen to an advert and it's just sell 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 I can't stand it so it's all about kind of weaving in a narrative within that ad amazing well so look it's been great to talk to you I mean the marriage of creativity and data it's a huge topic in our industry I think you've given me and the listeners something different to think about so thank you so much and I think a subtle use of data that phrase will stay with me So it's been great to talk to you. You too. Thank you, Justin. And thank you for listening. Goodbye.